Hey, welcome to The Daily Dose. I'm Bob Kotchis. Today's Daily Dose is about what it takes to find your tribe. We weren't meant to go through this wild, amazing experience of life alone. In this episode, Nick and I explore the awkward, effective, and inspirational when it comes to finding the people you want to keep in your life. Enjoy! I believe very strongly that we are social animals and that to be healthy and happy we have to connect to other human beings that isolation is actually goes hand in hand with depression that most often people who are depressed will remove themselves from contact with the rest of society and in some instances they remove themselves first and that's part of the cause of their depression mm-hmm. and so my question is always how do you find your people how do you know that they're your people you know, so you have a circle of friends. You have a pretty diverse circle of friends out there in the world. How'd you find those people? I think a lot of it was I had to stop being scared of people. I had to stop hmm. being scared of talking to people. I had to stop being scared of interacting with people. So I've, I've spoken with a, a few close friends about their anxiety, their social anxiety, and how it limits them or the things that they have to do to accommodate that or to prepare for that, like to the point where they go to parties if they're forced or if they feel like they're really obligated to do it. And they're the ones that are kind of sitting in the corner or hopefully there's a pet of some kind there and they can hang out with a pet. And I'm like, oh, that that was me. I've I've worked the pet angle myself, actually. As a uh, when I was younger, I couldn't pick up the phone to order a pizza because that was that kind of interaction I felt like I might get embarrassed or I might something, not that anything bad could happen. I mean, I know looking back at it, it was like, well, what, what's the worst that could happen? But it, that didn't register completely. It's like jumping into the deep end for the first time. You're, you've got this fear of it because you can't touch the ground. But if you can swim across the shallow end, you can swim across the deep end. Ah, right. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't realize that you had that challenge earlier in life because you are... You seem so at ease in talking to everybody now. I mean, you're you're a great interviewer. You um, you seem genuinely interested in other human beings. So, I think that's that's fascinating. Um, so, when you, how do you know that you found the people that you want to keep? I think it's it's a very gut reaction, and you know, part of it is also understanding that some people you're not going to like at first. And then maybe you'll grow to like. I have a dear friend who I met when I was younger and I was very antisocial. I was very anxious about talking to people. And he was so outgoing that I hated him at first. It was just like, I can't deal with this person. I can't talk to him on a regular basis. And we became really good friends after that. And I found myself taking on some of his uh, attributes because I was like, you know, I kind of, this is the type of person I would like to be more like. And I think what that led me to in a couple of instances was being trying too hard to be like other people and not really finding my own voice. That's and, interesting. But you're an amalgamation of the people oh yeah, that you encounter too, course, right? Of course, of course. I think that's a fascinating approach to it because I too have like aspirational friends. Friends who I'm like, oh, I would love to have this trait or that yeah. trait. I love this about that person. I love this about this other person. And uh, in some instances, I try to emulate it. In other instances, I just want to be close to it because it feels good to hang with people who are cool and interesting and funny and fun and talented. And, uh, and so there's that, that affinity. You know, you know, I feel like 
I found my tribe. Um, I continue to find my tribe by how they make me feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, how my heart feels being around them. Do they fill me up with energy, or do they make me laugh? Or and, and it sounds completely selfish because I'm looking for how they feed me. But I think if you got a relationship, you have to figure out how you feed it back so that they get something out of it as well. Otherwise, it's not sustainable. Uh, but it's the things that turn me on. If you've got a skill that I love, uh, I want to hang out with you. I want to learn about you and that skill. And, uh, and if you have a very interesting perspective, the same thing. I guess it comes out of being interested in other people, but I can see where fear can be paralyzing, uh, even if you're interested in other people. And that fear, what is that? What is, what is the fear? Ultimately, the fear is what? Of rejection, of being embarrassed, of any number of things. But yeah, it, it basically comes back to, am I going to do the wrong thing and everyone will laugh at me? And uh, once you, and I know it sounds kind of cliche, but once you make that, you get to that point where you don't really care what other people think. And as I get older, the less I care. Yes. So I wish on some level I could go back in time and slap my younger self around and tell him that. Yeah, or but, hug him and tell him that. Because you know something? Uh, <laughs> Maybe he didn't need a slap. Maybe he needed yeah. a hug. I, I think mean, if you saw his hair, you would say, <laughs> okay, maybe he needed maybe a, a good smack. slap or two. <laughs> uh, hey, my hair, I tried to get my hair cut like Donny Osmond when I was 13. Yep. I brought a picture of him into the barbershop and I said, I want you to cut my hair like this. And he laughed at me and he p- took the picture and showed it to his fellow barber and he said, this kid wants me to cut his hair like a girl. And then he proceeded to give me a haircut exactly like Mo from the Three Stooges. It was the worst haircut I've ever gotten. Beautiful. Uh, but but it, that teach you not to ask for a haircut like Donny Osmond. Well, see, that would have affected me by never going to get a haircut again. <laughs> or doing it myself. And there it is. Yeah. Yes, and maybe if I had not interacted with those people, I would have had a better haircut. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Build me that time machine and I would go back and give myself a hug, I promise. If you want to learn more about Bob and I, visit his site, flightofideas.net, or me, at toacertaindegree.com. We would also love to hear from you. Send us email. Send us messages on social media. Send us chocolate, however you want to communicate with us. <laughs>